to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yes, indeed, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Are you going to sneeze? I, I normally have, I sneeze right before we came on the air, and I have two. The other one's in there somewhere. Well, I'm, I'm sure you'll hear it later. Let's see if we can get it out. I am your host, uh, Dr. Pat Basile. I am joined by my Mr. Producer. Mr. Benny, and no, it's not out yet. Ah, it's yeah. waiting. It's like hanging in there. Wow. If I look at something bright. That usually there we go. I hope you, everyone had a fabulous, <laughs> fabulous weekend True. joining us on a Monday. We've got an amazing lineup for you today. And I, I want to say that I've started my day off just absolutely revved up. You're going to hear a few minutes from a, a woman that I got to chat with this morning, Jacqueline Wells. And we were talking about Fearless at 50 or the Fearless 50s. And we're going to talk about that. I'm going to bring her on because she's got a special offer for everyone out there. And I so want everyone to participate. But right now, let me just give you a glimpse of what's to come. Today, we're, we're absolutely jazzed to have Sam Wershing back. And we are going to be joined with a fabulous guest, uh, Melissa Lynch, who's joining us today. Did I get that right? You did. Okay, good. I wasn't sure if you know you, it was Lynch something or something Lynch. But Dr. Lynch is better half. <laughs> Partner in crime. You know, he's going to be here tomorrow. Uh-oh. Uh, and we're going to be talking about what Sam and Melissa are very passionate about. And that is taking extremely good care of our, our pet friends, our animal friends. And we're going to talk about what Melissa is so good at. And that has to do with what we can do to get in sync with our animals, with our dogs. I was just talking about that this weekend. And so we're going to be kicking today off with that and then following the show the second hour they're back our friends from uh creo mundi are coming back we're going to be talking about the words and what what it means to put those kind words against your skin the power of those words and, and the clothing line they they produced and then we're also going to be talking with an incredible individual from carlson kids we're going to be talking with dr uh, ann louise uh gitterman joining us today gitterman yep joining us today what i say gitterman you know why because i know jeff uh, that's his name jeff gitterman so i gotta be i gotta be mindful of that maybe i just don't know jeff you, <laughs> not you as personally as you do no jeff gitterman old chums jeff, okay so i've got to get it right <laughs> yeah louise gittleman and louise gittleman and louise gittleman you got it okay we're going to be talking about the fat flush plan doesn't oh. matter what you call her it's all about the fat <laughs> Flushing it. <laughs> Getting it out of the way. It's all about it. Uh, and, uh, you know, as the week goes on, I mean, it just gets better and better. Uh, Pete Siegel will be joining me, Alpha Man. <laughs> Alpha Man. you got all these little names for everybody. Well, he says we're, we're going to do a show, Alpha Man, Alpha Woman. Oh, yeah. that's right. So he's, <laughs> he's going to be joining us tomorrow. Fasten your seatbelts because it's going to be a good show on his new book, The Formula. And then following that, another Alpha Man of a different kind, Dr. Scott Lynch, is joining us. So I'm telling you, it just gets better and better. Sherry Kalbum is going to be here talking about sleeping away the pounds. Joy Turner will be joining us and will actually talk to our animal friends this week Sweet. whether they're 
here or made their transition or wherever they are. Uh, and then, oh my goodness, Wednesday night, Dr. Carmen Harris is joining me on air on bbsradio.com. Forget it. That's just going to be a show that's going to blow you away. She's a psychic. She's also a psychotherapist. She's going to be joining the show and we're going to get psychic and the doctors going on that show. And then our water guys are back on the same day. Isn't this interesting? We've got the water guys from Essential Water coming on Thursday, followed by Dr. Timothy Brantley, who selects Essential Water as the number one water. But we're not going to talk to him about that. And and and, and we're going to continue with uh, our conversation about cancer, cancer retreat, uh, a lot going on this week. But first, Benny, let's pull our card for the set the intention for the day. Sounds good. Oh, there oh. we go. I got to turn me a little buddy I bet on. you were sneezing. I was waiting for it. That's why I had it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't want to be like catching you off guard. Why don't you read this one? All right, I'll read today since you pulled it. I am debt-free. Prosperity law number 30. I am debt-free. I'm waving the card in front of you like, come on. Yeah. Feel it. I'm feeling it. Okay. Forgive yourself. I heard a big commercial about it on the radio driving up here. On our station? Uh, One of the other sister stations. On the sister stations. Well, that's good. You're still listening to the sisters. All right. Listening to Move at 92.5. It's a great station. Mm -hmm. Thanks, boys and girls Mm -hmm. for over there. Mm -hmm. I am debt-free. Prosperity law number 30. Forgive yourself for incurring debt. Okay. Got it. You got to do the forgiving. You got to do the forgiving. Then focus on... Right, right. Then focus on your incoming wealth. That's obviously a bonus. Let go of any negative feelings you have about any debt. I added the any. Practice feeling your debts dissolve. And then send them away with love. That's right. Now, I've got someone going to join us for a few minutes here while we're getting ready to kick this up with Sam and Melissa. And that is Jacqueline Wales, who is on my show this morning. But she's got a special offer. If you go to her website, fearless50s.com, you are going to get an incredible offer. Her vision, her mission is to help people understand what it's like to move into, quote, a midlife crisis and know that it's not a crisis at all. It's an opportunity to get your life to the level that you've always wanted it to be. So, Benny, let's let's bring on Jacqueline for a minute. She's there. Hi, Jacqueline. Yep. Welcome to the show. Well, good morning again, Pat. Good morning again. I wanted to bring you on uh, to talk for a few minutes about what you're doing, but to also let people know about the incredible offer you have. Well, thank you. Um, this is really an amazing offer. The uh, Let's start with it. I have a writing contest on Fearless 50s right now because I'm putting together a book. And I want to know what kind of changes have you experienced since entering midlife. And I also want to know where you confront your fears and how you get past it. And I know that because I live with the fearless 50s at this point, it's really all about a time in your life when there are no more excuses. You keep moving forward. You create the life that you want. And the winner of this contest gets to come to Bali and stay at my villa, which is a five-star luxury villa up in Ubud in the mountains, and they get two weeks there with me. So this is really special, and it's a very magical place. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because thanks to Dan last week from Tampa, we've got the whole writing group thing going as well. And so Danny has put together, uh, based on the show we did on Serendipity last week, he has formed a writing group. We've already had listeners join it. 
Man, what a project this would be, Danny, for you to be starting the writing group and having people write in their, write their essay and send it to Jacqueline. What's the website and how can they participate? Okay, they go to www.fearless50s.com and you'll find directions there. When you sign up for my newsletter, you'll see all kinds of stuff on the website, but you'll see the rules for the contest and the information that you need to take in. And what's going to happen is that these essays, the ones that, uh, in my opinion, are the best ones, will be put together into a published book next spring, and it's going to be called Be Fearless, See Where It Gets You. There you go. That's what I love about it. And we'll bring you back to talk a little bit uh, later on to talk more about the work you're doing, talk about the book that you've written and what you're doing to help uh, women and men, but women mostly step out and create their lives anew. Thank you, Jacqueline, for joining us today for a brief time. Thank you, Pat. My pleasure as always. You're welcome. Fearless50s.com. Fearless50s.com. So, you know, I mean, uh, Sam and Melissa, welcome to the show. And, I, you know, like, you're not eligible for the contest. So, Melissa, just forget it. <laughs> close. I'm close. <laughs> close enough. I'll pretend to be 50. Yeah. No. Well, well you know, we're going to talk today about uh, many, many different things when we come back from break. But one of the things that I wanted to do is just take a minute to introduce you, Sam. Now, you've been on the show before, and you are the owner of Sam's Cats and Dogs, and we love that. But beyond that, you have a very powerful message that you've been taking out into the world to help people. How would you sum up your what your life's work is right now? Uh, well... My life's work. How would I sum that up? The 10-second Sam's commercial of his life. Actually, I think it's about 30. We give you 30 yeah, seconds. 30 seconds. Okay. Yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah, 20 extra. I just believe that the best way to lead is to serve, and I found a niche serving people's uh, love of their animals. And so my goal is to offer products and education that uh, better that relationship, better the health, uh, and better that time spent with a uh, person and animal. There's a deep love that people have with their animals. I, I have pictures of me as a you know an infant with the cats that my mom had and I've, i can't remember a time in my life when i didn't have a cat or a dog and i know a lot of people like that so uh i just think that that bond is very special and it's my pleasure and honor to serve those people that are looking to make it better for themselves yes indeed you are and boy you've had and you and i have been on air and have had incredible shows about what's going on with the pet food industry and yep. so forth and beyond now melissa how would you sum up your life's uh, passion you your life's work well i am a dog trainer i have mountain high dog training where i provide private in-home sessions for people their families their dogs um i think my goal is to through positive dog friendly training help people live loving helpful trustworthy relationships with their dogs for a lifetime um i think too many people get pets and and really focus on telling them when they do things wrong. And so my goal is to really set up the rules and boundaries. Let them let them fit into their household um, the way people want to live with their pets and um, for the rest of their lives have a positive relationship as opposed to focusing on what they do wrong. Focus on what they want them to do. Focus on being successful. Um, and that's really my goal, whether it's from breeders, from shelters, you know, strays on the street. It's, it's just really important that, um, that people 
learn how to communicate with their pets on a positive level. And I'd like to add that I've learned, Melissa's our in-store trainer. She's done some things with my dogs at home, and I just, I can't thank her for uh, enough for the resource that she's been for uh, not only my customers and my community, but to myself. She's just phenomenal in action. Well, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about what this world is about, who really does get trained, and why is it so important to have our, our animal friends be at a place where they not only are loving for you as the owner, but they're loving for everyone else around them, which is kind of a cool concept in itself. We'll take a short break, Benny. When we come back, we'll be back with the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by... Sam, Melissa in the house. We'll be back. Yeah, this is a story of famous dog. For the dog that chases his tail, we'll be busy. These are happy dogs. Health tip of the day brought to you by Essentia Water. How much Essentia Water should you drink on a daily basis? The rule of thumb is to drink half your body weight in ounces daily. If you weigh 100 pounds, drink 50 ounces or 1.5 liters daily. Your level of activity, environment, diet, and stress levels should be taken into consideration, as all of these determine your water intake requirement. Increase your intake of essential water if you've increased your physical activity, are exposed to increased temperatures, or experiencing any physical stress, such as colds or infections. If you're feeling thirsty, you're already dehydrated. Don't wait. Start a healthy water drinking program now. Your body needs it. This health tip of the day is brought to you by Essentia Water, the ultimate drinking water for your body. Essentia Water. Ask for it. When it comes to massage, don't take a chance on quality. Come to the award-winning Dream Clinic. Whether you are experiencing stress, muscle aches, or need treatment for an injury... Dream Clinic's highly skilled massage therapists tailor their massage plan to meet your individual needs. Dream Clinic is located in the Ravenna neighborhood of Seattle and is open seven days a week. To learn more or schedule an appointment, visit dreamclinic.com or call 206-267-0863. Let go of past trauma, fears, and negative beliefs. Attract exactly what you want in life and release the energetic blocks and imbalances which are keeping you from living the life of your dreams. Internationally known master clairvoyant and intuitive guide Carrie O'Connor has the unique ability to read your energy field and just like a tuning fork, raise your vibrational level so that you can attract what you truly desire in life. Visit CarrieO'Connor.com for more information and for interview dates on the Dr. Pat Show. That's CarrieO'Connor.com. Haven't found the time to study the mysteries of the universe? We understand. And in fact, that's why so many busy people choose to use the distance learning option from the College of Metaphysical Studies. There's no classes to attend, no traffic to fight, and no weather or parking issues either. You can earn a metaphysical, spiritual, or esoteric degree at your own pace, in the comfort of your own home. Visit us at cms.edu or call 800-780-META. Can changing what you think really change your life? Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn how intentional living and the power of affirmations can change your life. Kristen Marie Sherline, founder of Affirmagy, will share her story, her company, and advice on how to live intentionally and design a life you love. 
more information about Affirmagy, log on to Affirmagy.com. That's Affirmagy.com. MyBrothersKeeper.biz, an autism resource website that is reaching out every day to help families around the globe, providing guidance, motivation, and inspiration. Whether your connection to autism is through a child or student, join in on a journey into the wonderful world of autism. Autism affects about 1 out of 165 children, and awareness is lagging behind. So visit and help change the world, one child at a time, at MyBrothersKeeper.biz. And listen to the interviews on the Dr. Pat Show. Want to hear something different from talk radio? The choice is clear. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Yes, indeed. We're getting it. Are you going to put on that song? The dog, the dog song? No, well, those are over on the corner there. Do you want me to put? I don't know. You know Sam that? likes him. He doesn't. Oh, you? Oh, he's down for it. All right. I, I was staying away from it because I didn't really get the vibe. From Wait, it. that was the cat part <laughs> it's of that. Yeah. Right, baby. All yeah. right. I'll go grab that. I learned how to do that this weekend. Where you go? <laughs> That's right. Did you see that? Two Everybody see two that? Fingers. That's right. Yeah, you heard it. Yeah. Did you get Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Got to do it with attitude or something. I'm still working on it. Well, we're here with, uh, as I said before, Sam Worshing of Sam's Cats and Dogs and Melissa Lynch. We're talking about uh, who actually is the, the training about, why it's important. Now, you know, we all know at some level, right? We all know that at some level we love to have, uh, you know, our dogs be trained, be nice but yet be spirited be fun you know what i'm saying and so there's a fine line that we walk around you you know what does it mean to be like all disciplined with the dog and can you still have a well-behaved dog uh, and still have a dog that you can have fun with i mean i think that's the dilemma for people yeah and that's the dilemma for you know not only people with pets but you know parents with kids uh there's this idea that you can't set boundaries and still have a loving relationship with uh, that person or that creature and i think that melissa when she was talking about her goal uh, as a dog trainer really hit on it that there's a need to focus on the positive there's a need to focus on what you are doing right you set boundaries that are are fair and consistent that the dog recognizes and understands and then you build on the positives uh, to take a step back i think that there's and this is my personal humble opinion that there's a karmic responsibility that we have with dogs and cats that the idea of having a pet some living creature that you have this control over is problematic that that animal still has a, a, a conscience that animal still has an individual need to succeed and to feel love and so if you're going to be a good guardian or owner or whatever term that you want to put on that it behooves you to set positive boundaries for that animal and reinforce the positive behaviors that they show that's going to get you what you were talking about a well-behaved animal that still has its fire still has its spunk uh i'll go back to the personal example i have uh the first puppy i ever had as an adult is a boxer named rosa and she's almost two years old and uh, i was grateful enough to meet uh melissa a couple years back uh before i had the puppy but when i got the puppy i needed i knew i needed to get somebody to come and help me 
they train this dog. What I didn't realize, and what I think you were hitting at, is that Melissa didn't train my dog at all. She trained me. She well, taught me. Some. Well, <laughs> you, you, you worked with my dog some, but mostly it was about me. How do you make the pet owner or the pet guardian more consistent? How do you teach that person to pick up on triggers that that dog is giving you? And how do you communicate to the, uh, an animal that doesn't speak English, that you can't sit down with and have a rational conversation about logical consequences? Things need to happen in the moment. But we do try, boy. I mean, oh. have you ever heard us talk to our dogs? Come on. Have you heard it's me real- talk to my dogs? Oh, my God. It's like, you know, you're sitting down trying to do psychotherapy with the dog, and mm-hmm. the dog is like sitting there listening to, to you. Uh, but, I mean, how much of that... They're probably thinking, okay, here she goes again. It, it goes back to that far side com- uh, cartoon that when the owner is talking to the dog, all the dog hears is blah, 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 <laughs> spot, blah, 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 spot. Uh, I think it's wonderful to be able to talk to your animals and just have them, you know, function as a one-way communication. It's done wonderful therapy for me. But as far as the dogs go, dogs are blessed with this ability to live in the moment. They don't get caught up in trying to be happy or trying to be sad. They are. They just... They just be. They just They just are who they are. And those moments that you have to provide positive correction need to happen right away. There's, there's this thought that, you know, the dog makes a mess in the living room and an hour later you come and find it and you take the dog over to the mess and you rub its nose in it or you scold. That's not never going to work. The dog's going to look at you like, uh, what is going on? I'm over in another room doing something else. I don't even remember what just happened. So there's a real need for the owner or the guardian to be uh, really uh, keep this in the front of their mind when they're training their dog that that dog lives in the moment. Yeah, Once that moment is gone, it's, it's gone. gone. Well, what I love about this is kind of interesting, Melissa, and I know you'll appreciate this, is um, I had a collie for 13 years, and, and that was a lot longer than he was supposed to live. And he looked just like Lassie. There wasn't any question about it, even though he was a he, laddie, but, you know, he looked <laughs> like Lassie. So... Um, you know, every time you took him out in public, everybody had the Lassie image. Absolutely. Right? And, and, and yet at the same time, we forget that Lassie was a very, very highly trained, on-command mm-hmm. dog. And so here I was with Travis, who didn't know that he was supposed to behave just as nicely as Lassie, and was incredibly known for his long nose and how quickly he could steal a hamburger off your plate. Right. <laughs> with right. That, and had that temperament of just, you, you know, he's, the Collies are very kind of peaceful, quiet dogs. You know, they're not height jumpy and, you know, all of that. So he can kind of literally ease his way up to the table very quietly almost like you're not noticing him thinking that maybe you want to pet him and before you know it with that long nose reaching at least you know 12 inches into the table has got your burger right and so then you and then it's like okay this is like lassie but not really where do we begin to understand melissa what we need to do to be able to be a not guilt and shame, but yet have our dogs well behaved. Well, I think I think people. The first thing people need to remember are there are very 
specific stages of life a dog goes through. Okay, so much like children, I've heard, um, there are very specific stages. So we have to remember that they will get through these stages, but it's our job through these stages to set them up for success. So, you know, I'm going to take my dog to a picnic. I'm not going to let my dog run around free. My dog's not stupid. Any dog's going to go and say, I want that hot dog. Hey, if I can get it, why wouldn't I? If it works for them, they'll do it over and over and over. So it's our job to not set them up. So say I went to the picnic or you went to the picnic and kept Travis on a leash. He was still able to um, be in this situation, but he was successful. There was no chance of him walking up to the table and getting that hot dog. I think what we have to remember, and Sam Sam talked a little bit about this, is... um, you know, our dogs will not lose their spunk. They are pack mentality animals. So they are looking for a leader. Dogs will either lead or they will follow. If given the option to lead, they will make the wrong decisions. It is our job to take that step and say, this is what I want you to do. To be successful, let's do this. Let's do this. This is good. This is good. As humans, we focus on what our dogs do wrong. You know, that's kind of like our spouses. They could do everything right and then they don't do the dishes and you're like, oh, you didn't do the dishes. So focusing on five or ten times a day, oh, what a good dog. Good job. The more dogs are praised for appropriate behaviors, the more they're going to offer them to you. So with Travis, there's probably something, even though you didn't, you know, train him per se. There's probably things you did throughout his life that were very consistent, very fair, and he repeated them over and over and over. And so by focusing on the positives, your dog will learn that's what I like. Focusing on your tone, are you happy with them? You know, are you smiling? They're going to respond to all of that. And so I think it's really important. People just really watch their dogs, watch what they're doing, set them up for success. Don't expect them to make the right decisions. Their lives are focused on rewards and consequences. Mm-hmm. And I just want to add on, uh, when Melissa was talking about vocal tone, this was one of the lessons that I learned. Uh, when Rosa would misbehave as a puppy, I'd go, Rosa! And my voice would get a little bit lower and it would be really quick. And Melissa pointed out, Rosa's not going to like her name. Every time you say her name, it's because she's done something wrong. So I had to learn that when I was talking to my dog, that words were very important. Number one, you had to be very specific with your wording. But when you're talking to your dog, don't turn the name into a bad thing. You don't want that dog to hear its name and then run into the other room because it's waiting to get in trouble. Right. That dog needs to come up to you and be happy. You are my leader. What do you want from me right now? I'm so excited to do it. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, one of the things I love is, and, and I've had a couple of different dogs um, in my life. One of them, as I mentioned, was Travis, who was a collie. But then I had Eric, who was a very big German Shepherd police dog. And, uh, and, and, and you know, who knows why uh, it was my turn to pick a, a German Shepherd. I don't know what compelled me to do that. Uh, but I clearly, it was clear to me I didn't have what it took to actually raise a German shepherd, a shepherd that was a, you know, police dog lineage, right? And, and know what to do with him. And so here you have on one hand this collie, which everybody thinks is Lassie, and then you have this German shepherd. My friends used to say that's the German shepherd from hell. You needed you needed not to call him Eric. You needed to be called Lucifer or something. And 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 so I I think back at this on how I bought into that. You know how I actually bought into that and realized that uh you know I look back now that it was my inability to not only know find out what to do but then to actually do it. 
What happens when the owners are intimidated by their dogs? I think one of the biggest things, uh, the biggest mistakes people make is not researching Mm -hmm. the kind of breeds they choose, whether it's a full breed or a part breed, you know, mix, whatever it may be. Dogs come with innate behaviors. So as a person, you need to research, okay, what kind of behavior, you know, a shepherd versus a collie is like a night and day. Okay. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, you know, what what kind of behaviors, I'm not going to turn, I don't care how much training I do with somebody, I will never turn a golden into a Doberman or vice versa. And, and they're great breeds, both of them, but they have their own little characteristics. So it's really important. Do your research. Don't go out and get a Weimaraner if you live in an apartment. Don't go get a Border Collie if you don't have time to walk your dog. You will, you will actually turn your dog into, you know, the crazy spinning dog because they're not getting what they need. They're not getting the exercise and the mental stimulation. Exactly. Let's take a short break. I want to invite all of you out there. If you've got a comment or a question and you want to ask Melissa or Sam, let's open up the phone lines, Benny, at 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. When we come back, we'll be exploring the world of are you really suited for your dog? And, and more importantly, what do you do when you, uh, when people tell you you do have that dog from hell? We'll be right back with Melissa and Sam. How do you start your day? Do you tell yourself what a great day it will be? What we say to ourselves inside our own head does matter. Quick start your day in 10 minutes with this CD of positive self-talk that will help you stay in balance all day long. The publisher of New Spirit Journal, Krista Gibson, gives you two unique 10-minute versions of positive self-talk, especially for the person who wants to approach their day in a more uplifted and spiritually based manner. To order, go to newspiritjournal.com and click on Embrace Your Day. Are you searching for meaning in your relationship? Do you feel that your marriage could be stronger or more intimate? What really is a soulmate? And do you have one? These questions and more will be answered by Gary Zukov, renowned author of Seat of the Soul, and his partner, Linda Francis, co-author with Gary of Heart of the Soul and Mind of the Soul. Gary and Linda will be here in Seattle on the weekend of August 11th to present their widely acclaimed seminar, Spiritual Partnerships for Couples. This intense seminar teaches you to create authentic power and develop partnerships for the purpose of spiritual growth. Learn how to create relationships of ever-increasing joy, co-creativity, and love. Again, Gary Zukov and Linda Francis will present Spiritual Partnership for Couples in Seattle at the Sheraton Seattle Hotel on the weekend of August 11th. To enroll, call Hay House at 1-800-654-5126. That's 800-654-5126. Or go to seatofthesoul.com. Are you yearning to live a more fully expressed and joyful life? Do you want to explore and discover what ignites your heart? Heart Ignited is a potent coaching process created by Deborah Tracci, a life and transition coaching pioneer. Tune into the Dr. Pat Show to learn more about this unique process. Go to heartignited.com or call 206-236-6100 to learn more. That's heartignited.com or 206-236-6100. 
find out what's baffling the medical community. Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn how a 76-year-old woman managed to look 25 years younger by drinking Ashitaba Green, the multifunctional organic whole plant food. What is Ashitaba Green? Why is it so widely used in Japan? How has it changed the lives of others? Meet organic Ashitaba grower Linda Hayano and find out how. Visit ashitabagreen.com or ashitababeauty.com. Has the pet food recall left you confused and concerned about what to feed your four-legged family members? Sam's Cats and Dogs, naturally, has you covered with expert advice and information about ingredients or how to supplement a fresh food diet to keep your furry friends healthy and happy. And all our foods are unconditionally guaranteed. Visit us at samscatsanddogs.com. That's samscatsanddogs.com. In Monroe, Washington, at 206 East Main. Tell your friends, the place to be is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. I want, I want you, Benny, to bring on, you know, like a little dog song, like hip-hop dog song or something like that. I'll try to look for that one at the next yeah. break. I was, you know, fumbling around for your last sequel. Oh, that was perfect. Break, so. Thank you. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by Sam Wershing in the house along with Melissa Lynch. We're talking about who needs to be trained. Is it you? Or is it truly your dog? And Melissa, I said that we would talk about the stages mm-hmm. of training and, and when do you start with a, a dog and what happens if you, you know, you don't get a dog from puppy. Now, Travis, both Travis and Eric were both, were both, uh, puppies okay. when I, when I got them and totally different experiences. And I think a lot, in a large part, my fear around the German Shepherd, uh, caused most of the problems but where do you start with this because there are so many misconceptions the only dog bites i've ever gotten in my life have been from small dogs never <laughs> like the big you know my friends got like right. a, a, a rottweiler never from the big no. dogs and no. boy that's because i don't get it well think about this though you get a big dog and you immediately are a little bit more careful they're big they oh, could yeah. do damage blah 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 however <laughs> what happens is and and i the trend is changing. People with small dogs are starting to realize they need to train them. It's still not cool for a little Maltese to jump up. It's still not cool for them to, you know, run and sit on your shoulder. Okay, so we see these little dogs, and they're teeny, teeny when you get them as babies, and so you coddle them, and you, you know, um, give them anything they want. Well, they grow up. They don't get that much bigger, but mentally, they get smarter. So really, when I start training, to, to answer your first kind of question, you know, usually I like to do it between 10 to 12 weeks if I'm going to go into a new person's, you know, new puppy, because let's set them up from the time they're babies. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's talk about potty training. Let's talk about crate training. Let's talk about the rules and boundaries of the household. It's always easier to give privileges than to take them away. So let's not give them too soon. Okay, let's set them up. What do you want? How do you want to live with your dog? And because I do individual sessions, each person may want to live differently, each family. So we set up for individual goals, individual boundaries. Um, and, you know, it is really never too late to start training. I really deal a lot with shelter dogs. You know, from the top, you know, two-year-olds, three-year-olds, four, five, whatever it may be, because you're hitting that point of they've been in a shelter or, you know, whether they were a stray or came from another family. Um, a lot of dogs actually you know, up in the 90 percentile that have, that go to shelters have not had training. 
Okay. And then uh-huh. so there's obviously a reason they're going to the shelter. People haven't taken the time. So then you bring them into your new household and let's set the boundaries up there. It's a new place. It's a new beginning. You know, sometimes we have to backtrack, but you certainly... You know, you can set them up as fair. You're not going to be yelling. You're not going to be screaming. You're just going to tell them what you want in a very positive way. So, you know, you can start from puppies. You know, I start from puppies and then I would do, you know, a basic. And then really we can go as far as you want. Well, I, I mean, we have a saying, you can't teach uh, old, dog, old dogs new tricks. But that's really not true. It's so not true. Yeah. Absolutely not. That, that, we're really talking about people when we t- we are. we're talking about <laughs> yep. people. And then that's not true as either. But when we look at this and, and we look at some of the changes, uh, in, we've heard before that it's, yes, the dog needs training, but so does the owner. Mm-hmm. How do you work with owners that need a little help the same i guess kind of the same way i work with the dogs i want them to be successful i want to go into their home and i want to put into effect the rules and boundaries that fit into their everyday life we're very busy right now you know everybody's very busy they have things to do there's kids there's work whatever so you don't have an hour every day to train their dog in a you know this is what i'm going to do so let's do things throughout the day you're going to do anyway let's teach them to sit and wait for their food till you give them permission you're going to feed them anyway let's teach them to have boundaries going in and out of doors you walk them in and out anyway let's teach them how to settle when you're watching tv in the living room on the floor that's teaching them to be alone away from you but to be appropriate so it's important that with my clients or any people who are training dogs that they aren't put in a position where they will fail because we've put too much on them. Can you train dogs to be off leash and still be obedient, especially if they're around other dogs? Now, the reason I say this, you ever go to the um, the free roaming mm-hmm. parts of the parks mm-hmm. where the dogs are out there and you see a lot of dogs out there and then you see the owners like screaming at their mm-hmm. screaming at the dog. It's like. Rosie, come over. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's really, a, if you, if you step back and kind of look from it, it's almost like you're looking at dog and owner in crisis. I mean, it could be like a video on YouTube or something sometimes. <laughs> and it's not all of them, but yet it's that need to set your dog free. No, go ahead. Um, well, this kind of goes back to what Sam says, though. If I'm like, Pat or hey Pat, which one are you going to come to? Oh, we've, I can tell you that one. Yeah, right we set the top. our dogs up. First of all, I think people have to understand they need to have their dogs on in control on leash before they even think about doing off leash. If you can't reinforce a command, if your dog is across the room and you ask them to do something, but you can't make them do it, they are learning that command means nothing. So people start too soon. If, if, you know, the come command takes one to two years for a consistent command. It takes work. It's not something you say once a day and it works, okay? Because we do call our dogs in a negative way. We're humans. Um, and that's one of the first things I try to tell people is if you can't, don't say, Rosie, come, if you can't make her. Because if you can't make her do it, if you have no long line or leash on her and she doesn't do it, come has no meaning. Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of consistency, repetition, positive reinforcement. If my dog comes to me and they get in trouble, why would they come next time? So if you're going to go to a dog park, don't have too high expectations. Let your dog run around, be free, go to one of the fenced in parks if you're going to go and just know that there's probably a chance that you're going to be, you know, 
go and get your dog. You're going to be kind of, you know, let them have their fun. If that's what you're going for, then go get them. Don't call them to you. They're probably not going to come unless you really have worked hard on that command. Well, I tell you, I've learned a lot. I mean, one of the lessons I learned, and I've never owned a lab before, and I was walking my, I love, my, my friend had uh, two labs. Uh, a mom and and uh, um, a daughter, so to speak, uh, so to speak. But I loved these dogs. They were very, very playful. But I hadn't been in a real, okay, disciplined state with them. And so we're walking around Green Lake, right? And they're on their leashes, and they, they and they they're walking, and they look like they're really kind of cool. They don't really upset anything, and they're just everybody loves them. They look great. They're walking nice. Everything, and all of a sudden, before I knew it. Something in the lake got their attention. I had their their uh, leashes wrapped around my arm because, you know, I was told you want to make sure you don't let go of the dog. And so they proceeded in the water, dragging me <laughs> along with them. And I, I mean, I, it, it was it caught me by surprise, totally afraid of that. But it really points to the to what we're talking about. There's so much we don't know, quote, about other people's dogs. Absolutely. Yet we're right there wanting to get close to them, wanting to you know, understand what happens, Um, uh, uh, you know, just play with them all the time. And how do we work with people and with their dogs so that, you know, we get to that place where we still can have fun and at the same time be obedient, you know, have the obedience um, kick in? It almost seems a little crazy. I've watched people like run around and lay on the floor with their dogs and then the next thing and then the next thing you know, they want the dog to stop. Isn't that a little crazy making? It is a little crazy, and I think there's appropriate and inappropriate. You know, if you're going to roll around on the floor with your dog and let them run and jump all over you, they're going to do it to other people. Oh yeah. So it's an all or nothing. Make a decision. If you if you have a dog who you you want to jump up on you when you come home, they're going to jump on everybody. So you is that do right? have to be okay. well, sure. Okay. What's the difference between you and the difference between well, someone you know, else? I didn't know. I mean, I think in my mind, I was thinking, I was hopeful. Mm-hmm. But you're absolutely right. It, it's it's like how do they know the difference? They don't, and it's it's an abstract concept that you know two different people are different should be approached differently. It goes back to you can't have a verbal conversation with the dog. You can jump on me. That's okay. Just don't jump on them. It it was a hard lesson for me to learn. This this lesson. Did touches, you learn that? Well, this lesson touches personally to me because I grew up with this idea that I wanted the dog that I could roughhouse with and roll around in the mud and play at the park. And I run a pet food store that I have people that come in that aren't necessarily appreciative of a dog that wants to, you know, a 60-pound active dog that wants to jump up and put their paws on them. I have a couple uh, older ladies that will shop at my store. That Rosa, if she was as rambunctious as she could want to be, she could really hurt somebody uh-huh. unintentionally. And so I had to make the decision when she was very young, and it was hard for me, to say, you can't do this. Right. Because, and this is, I think, the, the most critical thing about dog training, the most critical thing to know about dogs. And Melissa touched on it, but I, I want to reinforce this point. Dogs live in a pack mentality world. They either lead or they follow. And they're constantly, 
constantly looking to push that boundary. You have to be the positive, fair leader. If you're, I, my, you know, my opinion, I think that the, all dogs should be treated positively and fairly, but you have to have that in the front of your mind at all times. This dog is looking for my direction, and if I'm not giving that dog direction, it will do what it thinks is best. It will take the lead. I have to say to this dog, and it, it personally, I would love my dog to be able to jump on me, but as its leader, as the person that, you know, brings it to work with me, I had to set a boundary that was very specific for it. You have to keep all four paws on the floor if you want to have positive reinforcement. Yeah. And, and real quickly, though, so Rosa is almost two. two. So maybe when she's three, we'll teach her a visit command where she has permission when given a word to visit Sam, to jump up. But until then, until it's an all or nothing, then at some point, sure, you can give her a command. Sure, you can teach her that when I ask you, it's appropriate. But not until she knows that she shouldn't do it whenever yep. she wants to. Right. So this is, this is, we're going through sort of the stages of what you can expect and what you can do to actually, uh, train your dog as well and train you. You get part of the training. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be back with, uh, Melissa Lynch and Sam Wershing of Sam's Cats and Dogs taking your questions, comments, 1-800-930-2819. I've got a couple questions for you when you come back. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Come explore for yourself the universe and beyond at the Hologenic Breath Workshop Saturday, August 4th with Sue Newfeld-Ellis of QuantumHealing.us. Hologenic Breath combines breathwork and music from all over the world that can allow you to release blocks on all levels of your being. It can renew your mind, body, and spirit. Visit QuantumHealing.us or call 425 425- 455-4207. We are in a new age of discovery. In the past, science strived to understand physical matter. In the new age, science will strive to understand the energy that creates matter. In the past, all dietary supplements nourish the body. In the new age, dietary supplements will focus on the energy that creates your body. The future is here. Learn about our natural monatomic minerals from Harmonic Enterprises. Move with us to the new age. Call us at 888-667- 4300 or visit harmonicenterprises.com. Why do people travel across the globe to see Dr. Nusheen Darvish at the Holistic Medical Center in Bellevue? Is it her specialization in women's health, allergies, and chronic illness? Is it because she founded a uniquely comprehensive, integrative clinic for cutting-edge, non-invasive, and FDA-approved therapies that improve the health of all patients? Yes, it is. Find out for yourself. 425-451-0404. That's 425-451-0404. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic in Seattle, your center for maximized living. Wellness is much more than being free of illness. It's about optimal living in all aspects of life. Our Maximized Living team provides a safe, healing environment while helping individuals express their true divine potential through chiropractic care and wellness coaching. For more information on achieving wellness, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. Give your kids a gift. The Angel Healing Meditation from Positive Central. Well, it helps me get to sleep faster. It also kind of soothes me when I'm trying to relax. I like how you get to create your own special angel and how your angel has the power to transform things. 
Learn how your children can enjoy the angel healing meditation at PositiveCentral.com. It makes me feel like I had a relaxing sleep. Order yours today at PositiveCentral.com. Got a question about real estate or home loans? Is it a buyer's market? Is it a seller's market? What about home loans and refinance? Need someone you can trust to answer your questions and understand the newest trends? You can trust Dennis Sikowski, a realtor and loan expert for 10 years, helping people all over the Puget Sound walk through the biggest purchases of their lives. Call Dennis for a professional analysis and get real honest answers. 425-238-3612. That's 425-238-3612. Spread the word. You don't have to settle for the usual talk radio. Now there's Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. All right, just shake your booty right there with Elvis. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Sam Worshing in the house of Sam's Cats and Dogs and Melissa Lynch. Why don't you both give out some information so folks know how to contact you. Uh, Sam, your website. And Melissa, your phone number, if you could. People that are interested in getting some help. Uh, my website is www.samscatsanddogs, all spelled out, S-A-M-S-C-A-T-S-A-N-D-D-O-G-S dot com. You can call us at uh, 360-805-5060, or you can email us at info at samscatsanddogs dot com. And this weekend, we just posted our newest newsletter that has uh, all the information on the events that we're going to have up at the store this summer. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Now, Benny, I think we've got a caller. We do. Let's see. And then we'll give out Melissa's information as well. You want to do that first? Go ahead, Melissa. We'll give it out a couple times. Okay. Because <laughs> sometimes you do need to repeat. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about repetition. That's true. Repetition and consistency. <laughs> it's Mountain High Dog Training at cs.com if you'd like to email. My website is in um, is being constructed as we speak. However, uh, the easiest way to get me, because I do private in homes um, and I'm traveling most of the day, is my phone, which is 425 Six five eight three nine two. One more time. Four two five seven six five eight three nine two. Excellent. All right, Benny. All right, let's bring on Ava from Monroe. Hi, welcome to the show. Is this Ava or Eva? Yvonne. Yvonne. Yes, I've spoken with you before, Pat. Yes, you Aloha. have. Aloha. Yes. Welcome to the show. Yes. Um, I have a dog that I got from the animal shelter. Her name is Keane. And she's about uh, six years old. Uh, this is the first time, in fact, I've owned a dog that I have not raised as a baby. And she has absolutely no concept of play. Hmm. Oh, good question. Okay. What kind of dog is she? She's a Jindu. Okay. Which is, you know, uh, as I understand, is a rare breed. Correct. And she is the dog from heaven, to be honest with okay. you. Okay. But I do know that her history, she has been abused just by how, when I, you know, I've had her that first year. I could tell that she had been probably abused. Um, How long have you had her? I've had her for two and a half years. Okay. And what have you tried as far as play goes? 
What's like her... rolling a ball, you know, to see if she shows any interest. So what is um, you? What are you when you are playing with your dog and and you know again a, a shelter dog, a dog who's never had any experience with play. It is like teaching them something new. You'd think it would be a, a normal. They pick it up very quickly, but if they've never had that experience, so it's really important that you're very excited. Try different mm-hmm. toys. Try squeaky toys. Try toys that have you know, bones in them. Try, you need to be so motivating and exciting with that dog. Um, uh-huh. You know, just... Is it because of her history that she's been abused? Because, you know, it's like, I notice, I mean, there's no way I can throw something for her to go fetch because then she thinks, you know, she'll just skits away because of, I think of her abuse history. Right. In that situation, I'd say, without meeting her, I'd say you're probably right on. Um, so don't get a ball. Don't do a ball. De- get a, you know, go to Sam's Cats and Dogs in Monroe and, mm-hmm. and get some of the fabulous toys he yeah. has. They're very interactive yeah. squeaky squeaky toys or yeah. you know bright colored toys things yeah, that yeah, yeah yeah i've gotten those things but she absolutely shows no interest He's, you know and i've raised a dog since i was you know i mean i've always had animals since i was four years old you know what, what i mean so i'm pretty familiar with so what you know, does handling. she what does she enjoy doing she enjoys uh chasing me i mean you know we're playing you know like i chase her and then she'll chase me type thing more like that, you know, going around, running around the house and okay. that type of thing. Um, she likes, like, you know, coming up on me, you know, type thing and like dancing. Okay. I mean, that type of thing. It's much more in terms of contact. So then I would really focus on what you've established already. Focus on things that make her happy and make you happy. It sounds okay. like you found something. You know, again, because of her, you have to remember whenever you're rescuing a dog that uh-huh. they come with baggage. You didn't create uh-huh. that baggage. We do our yeah. best to get over uh-huh. it. But so focus yeah. on things that, that she does enjoy. Um, you know, at six yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it was quite, yeah, it was quite. The first year I had her, like the first six months, I kept her pretty much just her and I just mm-hmm. to get get her re-socialized. Right. And she's done that pretty well. Um, do you know anything about, like, the breed of Jindu? You know, I I don't know a ton, no. Uh, oh, okay. Small dog okay. found from found in Korea, I believe that they used yeah, to call them. Yeah. F- it's it's not true, but they've been known as a fighting dog. They're they're not meant to be uh, for fighting uh, at all. Uh, uh, no, no. She, um, no, she are great dogs. Yeah. They're great dogs. They're very respectful of your space. They don't go jumping on furniture. Um, they're quiet. They like to go just and sit under the apple tree and reflect. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've never had a dog like that before. But, Ma- yeah, she's a perfect dog for where I'm at. You Maybe you have I mean? a philosopher, not a player. Yeah, yeah, much more so. Very quiet. You know, you could almost describe her as a kind of like a temple dog. So another thing that I'd add to what Melissa was saying is that if you are playing games with her where there's chase or there's something where she's getting excited about it, have some yeah. treats in your pocket. Have something oh, okay, where, okay, where okay. you know, now that we've yeah. done this activity, I'm going to reward you because I right. want you to be happy. Yeah. Reinforce yeah, yeah, yeah. that. And food yeah, is always yeah. the best way to reinforce that with a dog. Okay, okay. Good. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thanks for calling in. Thank you uh, for for tuning in. You're welcome. Well, Uh it's like you said, Melissa, it's not, you really have to look at uh, each dog independently Mm -hmm. to really get to, you know, what the solution is. And I think that was, I think that's kind of tricky. I mean, uh, we went through training with Eric, who was the German Shepherd, and we thought that that training would apply to Travis. And I got to tell you, no way that it did. They were totally 
totally different. Here was one dog that you couldn't go near his food, Eric, the German Shepherd. And then you had Travis, the collie, that the only time he ate was if he ate out of your hand. And so, the, so you know, today's show is just to let people know that you help is available don't be shy about asking questions and then commit to taking some action around this. Yep. And people don't realize it is fun to train your dog. Your dog, they enjoy being right. They enjoy, you know, and doing what you're asking, learning new things. And in the same respect, you're going to enjoy seeing what your dog is able to give you. And so it's not like, oh, I got to train my dog. It's a fun experience for, for everybody. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's give out your information one more time. Thank you both for joining the show today. You know, Sam, your website and telephone number? Uh, samscatsanddogs.com or info at samscatsanddogs.com to email or check out the website. And the phone number again at the store is 360-805-5060. Okay, Melissa, and you? Mountain High Dog at cs.com or 425-765-8392. All right, and then, Melissa, you travel around. You'll come to people's homes, which is great. Absolutely. I love it. Thank you both for joining the show today. Our pleasures. Thank you all for listening. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Allison uh, Prentice is joining us from Creo Mundi, and uh, we also have Louise Gettleman from Carlson Labs. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back.